Mike DeWine now says a statewide mask order is possible. Ohio is finally cracking down on the bars that don't follow coronavirus rules. And can Ohio's love of football be the key to getting people to wear coronavirus masks? It's the wake up from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer for Monday, July 20th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, who began the coronavirus pandemic saying that only statewide rules would work, then switched to a county-by-county approach, on Sunday said he would not rule out a statewide mask requirement. DeWine made the statement on NBC's Meet the Press. He told host Chuck Todd that this week we might see many more counties in the red zone of the coronavirus risk chart when masks are required, so he would not rule out simply going statewide. He said it is something his team is looking at. As of now, Cuyahoga County, alongside 19 other counties, have mask requirements because they are in that red zone of the color-coded risk chart. Ohio is finally cracking down on places where the coronavirus seems to be spreading, bars and nightclubs that don't follow the rules. Ohio liquor permit holders, including four Put-in-Bay bars and the company that owns Luchita's Mexican restaurant in Cleveland, have been cited for violating the Ohio Department of Health's coronavirus safety protocols. The citations were issued by the Ohio Investigative Unit, a division of the Ohio State Highway Patrol. And on Saturday, a Cleveland strict Club received its second citation in as many nights for violating distance mandates and other state health rules. Club Paradise, a club on Frankfurt Avenue between West 6th and West 9th Avenues, was cited on both Friday and Saturday nights. State agents, alongside officials from the Cleveland Department of Public Health and the Cleveland Police and Fire Departments, observed the violations. Also cited Friday night was Dante's Inferno and Backyard Bocce, as well as FWD on the east bank of the Flats. Can the love of football do what goodwill has not? Ohio Governor Mike DeWine hopes that by connecting the possibility of a fall sports season with the wearing of masks, more Ohioans will don face coverings to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. The I Want a Season campaign, launched July 7th, doesn't actually involve a mask order or even a mention of a mask, but it does involve getting athletes, coaches, and families to think about the coronavirus. If enough people in Ohio wear masks and slow the virus, we could have fall sports. DeWine is betting that the sports-obsessed state will follow the public health guidance to help football return in the fall. Saving sports, in turn, might save the state. Cuyahoga County Executive Armin Budish's administration used a 15-month-old request for qualifications for a completely different project to select Cleveland-based Squire Patton Boggs as bond counsel for a proposed loan refinancing that could be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars to the firm. The request 15 months ago was for refinancing a loan for Progressive Field in the basketball arena, and Squire Patton was passed over on that one. This is a refinancing for convention center loans. No one is explaining why the county saw fit to bypass the safety mechanisms in place to thwart corrupt dealings, 
Why didn't the county seek new proposals for this deal? Ohio Governor Mike DeWine has followed through on his promise and vetoed a bill to strip the Ohio Department of Health Director and local health officials from the ability to enforce health orders, like those that protected the state early in the coronavirus pandemic. Senate Bill 55 originally increased penalties for drug trafficking within 1,000 feet of a treatment center, but it was amended in the House and accepted by a majority in the Senate to decriminalize violations of public health orders, making them misdemeanors. It does not appear that the legislature has the votes needed to override the governor's veto, meaning the health departments maintain their power. That's a lot of coronavirus news, but COVID is the story of our time. Thank you for listening. The Wake Up Morning News Briefing will return Tuesday. 